and welcome to an emo girl's guide to the galaxy where we debate rant and curse too much if you like books sarcasm and hate the patriarchy then you've come to the right place hey everyone it's devin and we are going to be doing a little bit something a little bit different today um we wanted to focus our time talking about the state of america and how our rights are being targeted we're four women across the country. We all live in different places. We're all being affected by the overturning of Roe v. Wade and also just our state laws that are coming after us. And so we hope this episode can provide a little bit of hope for everybody and a lot of resources if you're looking into things. And we wanted to just bring it to light because we're all raging against the patriarchy and we hope you're joining us. So we'll be talking about location-based services, national services, um, things that you can do today, tomorrow, and also how you can help educate, hopefully, the future generations. So our moms in the group, Erin and Jess, will be talking about some books, hopefully, that they that you might like for your kids. Um, but yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be about, and we hope you enjoy it and that we all stand up in our fierce angry fire and get stuff done so passing things along to Aaron. um yeah so basically our main topic today is how we're gonna take down the damn patriarchy uh super disheartening the overturning of roe v wade um i think we're all just kind of like simmering in our rage and all the things Trying not to cry <laughs> yeah yeah um I'm going to definitely be sharing some like mental health aspects of this and kind of ways that we can kind of take care of ourselves. Um, but I think it makes sense to kind of jump into some resources. Um, so you guys, whoever wants to just go for it, Jess, you had some things, but we need to (laughs) give the people what they need. Let's do some resources and stuff. I do kind of want to just also like share our general feelings. Like I know that we are all obviously upset. Um, And I think that the impact of all of this is just, like, going over the heads of a lot of people. For instance, like, I was on Instagram, and almost every woman I know is so upset. I haven't seen a single post from a man except for maybe one. And he's a gay man, so he's very concerned about what this, like, the not that he doesn't care about us, but the impact of taking Roe yes. v. Wade away yeah. and mm-hmm. the fallout effect that is going to affect potential birth control issues and uh, marriage equality and, like, just any general privacy laws that yep. this, like, Oberfell and all of this, like, this can go so much further than where it is. And so... I, s- I saw a video this morning, actually. I'm so angry. <laughs> um, and someone was explaining why we should be worried in the sense of like our emotional impact and why things are going Mm -hmm. to escalate in generalized terms of if you think about the people who go after the rights of others and not focusing on things that help them and the fact that they just get angrier and angrier because their whole purpose is to control others they think that by controlling a woman's uterus that it's going to make them happy and obviously it doesn't like they don't focus and I say they because I don't want to say Republicans, Democrats, whoever. Like you can the say white men, choose, <laughs> old old angry white men. But the people and yes, the people we know it's choose, not all old angry white men, but it's the majority. I have a good analogy. So sidetracking. If you had 
cookies and somebody gave you a plate of cookies and they said, here, you can have all of these cookies, but one of them has poison in them. So poison in it. Um, would you eat any of the cookies? No. Exactly. Exactly. Here's a bunch of men. One of them might have poison, maybe a handful. (laughs) Take your, take your pick, you know, like play Russian roulette. I don't know. That like that's the best analogy that I can. That's a great analogy. Sticks in my it mind, feels, but it like feels that is why right. it right. It just it works. It feels but anyway. why does this make me get Princess Bride vibes? Where he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, both of them were poisoned. I'm yeah. immune to it. Yeah, that's actually what's happening to us right now. Right, yeah. we're yeah. all getting poisoned, but, except for they're immune to it. I just fuck off. Yes, and the re like okay. So going back to the original, like what are my thought was is that they focus so much on other people's issues they don't focus on issues that are going to help them have a better life and so they just get angrier and angrier and saltier and saltier and they think that by messing with other people's lives that's somehow going to help them but then their life is not affected because they don't do anything to help with retirement for union for anything that's going to better their lives and so they just get more and more angry and that is why we have this spiral so if you think that they're going to stop here they're not because it's not making their lives any better like they just live in their own dark cave of bitterness and think that by well, they're very self-righteous restricting us yeah that, that's gonna make it better it's very self-righteous thinking that they that they know better than other people that they should have this power and control over other people that their values should be inflicted upon other people it doesn't make any sense to me like i just feel like if you have one brain cell left you should realize that this is not about preventing something you don't like it's about literally taking control away from other people like they if yeah. you don't want to have an abortion no one is going to make you have one. It doesn't make any exactly. sense. So it yeah. doesn't impact yeah. anyone's life besides the person who's getting one. I just, I just don't understand how people cannot connect those dots. It doesn't like if you don't want to marry a gay person, fucking don't do it. Okay, like if you don't want to have, like, don't do it. I don't, I don't understand. How does that impact you at all? Do live your life, but don't tell other people that they have to live theirs the same as you. And then the most infuriating thing is like, okay, if they're going to draw back. Like, okay, abortion is not protected. Contraceptives, are they're coming for those next. Are you just trying to tell people that they shouldn't have sex? Because that's truly insane. And it's like one of the most, it's one of the most base human instincts that we have. The average age of losing your virginity is 17 years old. And you don't stop. You don't have sex and then never have it again. People have sex for the rest of their lives. The main, if we, if we didn't have language in society, the things that we still would do, eat, shit, sleep, and have sex. Like, that's fucking base. So, like, we should have protections in place <laughs> to manage our society around the fact that sex is not going away. Yep. Yep. I agree. I saw an angry rant from, uh, and it was, it was a beautiful thing to watch, but it was a newscaster, and she was like, here's the thing. I don't care. You can say that it's against Christianity. I don't care what your mythical book says about Sky Daddy's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here don't. for you to practice your religion all day long. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But that's not us, right? Like, I don't care. I just literally do not give a shit about your stuff because yeah. you're trying to push it on me. Now I care. Yeah. But like, I, I don't care about your opinions i don't care about your beliefs i don't give a shit no me in mine i care about 
I care about the people who don't have a choice now because of your shitty opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I care about. For real. And I don't think that those people, especially women, especially women who are pro-life, who believe in not getting an abortion, like, I don't think a lot of people realize how it affects everybody, mm-hmm. not just the people who believe in abortions, who want to have the right, like, your choice was also taken away. Like, yeah, you might not believe in getting an abortion, but what happens if your life is in danger and they're like, sorry, you can't have an abortion now, regardless of the fact that you believe that it was wrong in the first place? Like, what happens if they tell you that your child is going to come out, I don't know, stillborn, and you can't do anything about it, and you have to carry that dead child in your body for nine months? Like, you don't have that choice anymore, mm-hmm. like regardless. So now, or, or you can go somewhere and get it, but your insurance isn't going to do anything to help you with it. So now you're paying right. like an insane amount of money because they can rack up the prices because, hey, this is technically not legally protected. So there's no protections in place to make sure that anyone can afford it if they need any kind of those kinds of medical interventions. And here's the yeah. thing like, I know two people, white women, affluent women who were in states. And this is before the Texas bullshit happened. But their doctors and other people didn't give them all of the information. Both of these women were forced to manually, like, have, not manually, but, like, miscarry their children. They had those babies in for over a month. They then bled for a solid six weeks because their doctors did not offer them a DNC. Mm -hmm. So they sat there for two and a half to three months of continuous mourning of every single day. And you know what your body does? Your body still tries to build milk. Your body, your boobs still get messed up. Your body still cranks out all those hormones. Your body still thinks it's pregnant. And you just live in that state. And it's just fucking brutal. And It's, it's terrible. I had, it's a form of torture, in my opinion. I had a DNC in the summer of 2020 because i had a miss miscarriage and they were like gave me a couple options like i could do that i could just fucking wait and see if my body could figure it out or i had a couple other options and one of them was the dnc which was the easiest safest option mm-hmm. um for my mental health and my physical health but it's technically an abortion like on my paperwork it's written yeah. as a missed abortion because my body did not naturally miscarry and there's just like you said Deb, just like dead baby stuff inside my body and it's like well i don't want that in there and i don't want to go through the trauma of just waiting for this miscarriage to maybe or maybe not happen um having access to that medical care is not just about like oh i'm out there just get knocked up right. left and right which even still like who fucking cares man <laughs> like like these are these are women who purposefully were trying to have a child yeah and then were forced to go through something absolutely horrifically traumatic mm-hmm. and yeah. regardless of their decision like they were forced to go through this because some shitty doctor didn't give them all of their options that they were legally allowed to do and nobody yeah. has the research or the resources to go through this i don't know okay. why i felt like when we saw the leak that they were going to try to overturn roe v wade i somehow i, I thought like we it. could stop it like we we know it's coming so something can be done i don't know why well they tried they tried to codify it and a bunch of yes stupid democrats like you fucking had the opportunity to fix this and you just looked us in the eyes and said, I don't care about you at all. I don't care about the fact that 70% of the country believes in this. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck off. I just, I'm, I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so angry. So I'm there's still a chance going into, you know, what we can do. So there, yeah. you can still codify 
not Roe v. Wade exactly, but you can codify some type of legislation into federal law, which is that's I had to look it up. I was like, I don't even know what this means. It's just a fancy way of saying you make it a law. You make it a federal law. So Congress can still technically write up some type of legislation and codify abortion rights and have it be protected under federal law in some way, shape, or form. However, what I from what I was reading, and we can link everything in the resources in, in the episode so you can all read up on it too. But from what I was reading, which I didn't know, surprisingly, so I need to also do more research, but Roe v. Wade is actually not or wasn't the same as it was in the 70s when it first was approved right so between now and between then and now there was a different version it was like casey versus planned parenthood that actually restricted some of what the original roe v wade had stated and so what the article i was reading was saying is that if you do support codification of this like you can call your uh state government your state uh congress people and tell them that you want something to be done but it shouldn't be what was in place prior because it wasn't as lenient as roe v wade was originally like casey versus planned parenthood was what was in place and it actually took away freedoms that we had in the 70s prior to that which i didn't know and i was very surprised but all that to say is that call your congress people tell them that you support codification of some type of an abortion law get it all in messaging, flood their phones, flood their all of their offices. Um, something else that I read about that people are trying to do is the get the Judiciary Act of 2021 in place. That. And so what this is is just expanding the Supreme Court um, to balance out power. And actually under the Constitution, like this is law written in all of our American documents that you can go out and find the our Congress has the ability has the power to expand the Supreme Court like as yeah. of now there's no reason why there's still only nine of them like the you filibuster can, is the reason you can well I mean like yeah political <laughs> reasoning but because I feel like us. they would have done it otherwise but <laughs> it no. wasn't it it's like legal like our our politicians have power to make it bigger right. so circuit courts are 13 so their proposal theoretically was take it from 9 to 13 to match what the circuit courts have which makes sense but you know i mean i understand that in and and like i'm all for it in a selfish manner that a democratic run uh congress and president could then super overload the court but like what the fuck just happened because yeah. like i can't even believe it but it, it absolutely blows my is, mind you know? it absolutely blows my mind that there are nine people that we didn't have any hand in electing or voting on and they get to make decisions for the entire population of the country yeah. And they're just there for like as long as they want to be. I don't know. It's just yeah, it blows, that my blows my fucking mind. Yeah, like, they're like creepy overlords. Appointed by a president that didn't even win the popular vote. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't even want him. We c- kicked him out because nobody even liked him. But he got to make decisions for people that is going to span generations. Oh yeah. And it's just also I think like we need. To, I think a lot of Americans need a history lesson. Like I could have sworn everybody learned this in school, but apparently, like some of y'all aren't paying attention out there. Like the reason why <laughs> the reason why the electoral college even existed is to 
protect the uneducated masses that yeah. were all there back in the day. Yeah, like way from, back in like colonial uh, times. <laughs> from electing an overlord. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And the whole, like, understanding the way that they live life back then also should frame your mind into understanding that laws cannot just be taken from hundreds of years ago. Like, if you lived in a colony, if you lived in a state... You were probably going to stay there your whole life. Like, you weren't moving. They didn't Wait. have means of transportation to just be like, peace out. I'm going to go live across the country. Horses like, can only go so uh, far. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And then also, like, change of topics. But, like, if you're going to say, oh, well, this is what it says in the Constitution. Okay, Second Amendment. You do know that the right to bear arms is based off of a small state militia. Like, how it's do you not just for you. The, it's not for your fucking you just, AR in your closet, uh, guys. It's not. That's how not what do it you is. just forget? Like you just skip over the second sentence of that amendment. Like there's more to that amendment, guys. You can't just take a few words yeah. and say. I have a secret this for you. What, I have a big. Says, I have a really big secret for you. Um, they do the same shit with the Bible. Otherwise, we'd all be <laughs> no. <stoned> by now. <laughs> This is shocking news. <laughs> like, I uh, I really um, don't understand how... I, I mean, I do understand, but I don't understand that every time, people just don't... Every time I hear bare arms, history. I think of... There's a Family Guy episode where he has a flashback, and then they're writing the Constitution, and he's like, okay, and then everyone has a right to bear arms. And the guys are like, should we expand <laughs> on that and, like, explain it better? And they're like, no, everyone no. has a right to a pair of bare arms, and it's literal bare arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just like I don't like if the Supreme Court is going to say, oh, well, it doesn't say in the Constitution anywhere that you have to a right to an abortion. Well, it also doesn't stay in the Constitution that you actually have a right to guns. It says state militias have a right to guns. And, and the we day don't have, before, like, the day before they repealed everybody's concealed carry issues and yeah. said, New York, mm -hmm. California, you can't make concealed carry laws because, you know. That's that's not our place. That's a federal thing, and blah blah blah. They, Fuck off. they no. also there's no right to concealed the... carry in the Constitution, assholes. There's nothing that says concealed carry. Yeah, they Ugh. also limited your Miranda rights. So yeah. they did that purposely because they knew that once they release this opinion, people were going to start uh, protesting. And then they yeah. also up. They also. Um, did something with the Fourth Amendment. So they created they decided that a hundred miles from the border of the United States, you don't have the right to the Fourth Amendment, which means that you don't have the right to illegal search and seizures. And two out of three Americans, according to my research, I may be incorrect in that, but somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Two out of three Americans live a hundred miles from any of our borders, which means that two out of three Americans do not have the right to say you cannot come in and search my home, whatever. Like, they're literally just attacking everyone because... You know, and then they also waited until Congress decided that they could have 24 hour protection for the Supreme Court justices and their immediate families before they released this because they didn't want anyone going after them. Like, if mm -hmm. you knew that this was going to be a problem, why did you do it? Mm -hmm. If you knew that people were going to try and attack you for doing something to them that has been polled over and over and you know the majority of the country supports it, then maybe you think about the repercussions of your actions and don't be. Like, absolute. Yeah. Like, they're it's, just monsters. It's infuriating. They're just, they're okay. just, yeah. They suck. So, <laughs> everyone goes for Planned Parenthood. Uh, yeah. Planned Parenthood, 
Plant Parenthood also has a, pun- a bunch of merch on their site that you can buy to help support yes. them. So, like, if you want to go get some t-shirts or hoodies, you can go okay, check out their website. Here's the thing. Yes, they offer abortions. They also offer tons and tons of health care for people who cannot access it. They offer pap smears. They mm-hmm. offer cervical cancer screenings. They offer yeah, they do birth, way more. Uh, birth control and sex education that they're clearly not getting in schools. They offer so many benefits and programs. And, like, they don't even just offer that type of stuff. They offer teen outreach programs that help them with, like, goal setting and programming. And they run quality programs that are not even anything to do with your physical health. So, like... They're not just like an abortion clinic. That's not that's not the thing. That's not even the majority of what they do. So just like know that they need your help because they're under they've been under attack, but it's just so much more severe now. Um, so I also wanted to talk about like in general, I know that this is a discussion of topic for a lot of people in their 20s and 30s where doctors are refusing to tie your tubes or give you a tubal ligation, um, unless you've had a child and approval from your husband, uh, even though you're a fully grown woman who is, you know, a 12-year-old a can be forced to have a child, but a 25-year-old can't purposefully choose to have their own body modified to where they could prevent that. So Reddit has a thread, and we'll drop the link to the Reddit um, thread of doctors in every single state that will tie your tubes without your husband's permission or without you having had a child. Um, now there's like an exception. I think Aaron in North Carolina, you, if you're married, you legally have to have permission from your husband. Of course. Um, I don't know if that's me. still the case. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the me. case, but there are some States where you, in order to have that procedure, if you are married, you legally have to have permission from your husband. Because this is the dark ages. Um, yeah. So be aware of any one of those states. But Reddit, we'll, yeah. we'll leave a link where Reddit has the thread for that. Like, I I don't think that you could. I think that he owns you in yeah. a sense. I'm, I'm so sorry That's exactly for that. that. I'm surprised is. Texas doesn't have that, to be honest. But, you yeah. know, I live in hell. It's about 105 I think degrees. We all, we all live in hell right now. burning. Yeah. I'm so relieved, though, that I moved to a state that's, I mean, Colorado is not completely blue, but it's purple and it's protected on abortion stuff. And I'm just so relieved that I'm not in Georgia right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming to you next week, too. If anyone uh, wants to move to California. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's nice here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We have everything in California, too. So if you guys are planning on moving out, you have. Y'all, if I could get the hell out of here, I would. Let's, like, move well, to also, Ireland and get a farm. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I, don't I love know. me some Ireland. Ireland's great. The accents? Are you kidding me? It's yeah, exactly. The there. accents. Um, they have festivals where they just, like, I've I've been to a festival and watched people just, like, speaking in Gaelic, rolling. I want that. Drunk drunk teen boys, <laughs> like, standing on top of barrels and, like, trying to barrel race with oh them my rolling. God. Um, yeah, it was, I that was could like, be our life. I just step into a rom-com. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm in a rom-com. This is what I needed. Speaking of uh, escaping, there are, like, yes. funds available for people, abortion funds, right? And yes. they mm-hmm. will help get you where you need to go. So if you are, and I mean, I think, like, networks are just being, like, have been there, but they're being, like, even more, like, 
people are, the activism is exploding around this, but basically a network of like, if you are somewhere where you cannot access an abortion, we will band together and find a way to get you one. Like we will help pay for it. We will help drive you and take you where you need to go. Um, there's companies out there that are now offering benefits for people who need to get abortion care. So, um, people on the ground are fighting this by making it available, finding ways to, to yeah. provide access to people, which I think is the best way to go about this. You know, protesting mm-hmm. and everything is important and obviously reaching out to our dumb, dumb politicians, but like right. literally throwing your middle finger up and saying, guess what? If someone wants one, we are going to band together as the badass women that we are and get people the care that they need. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and going off of that, like, we live in a capitalistic society. Like, that's just, you know, we haven't been able to change that yet. So, the best way to do it, like Aaron said, is to show your support for the companies that are supporting you and not supporting the companies that are like, yeah, we want no one to have an abortion. So, I actually will link out to this list as well, but I have an article from CNN on some of the bigger companies and businesses that are, um, covering travel costs for employees who need to travel to get abortions. Yay. Some of the bigger ones are Microsoft, Apple, Meta, aka Facebook. I don't know why they changed their name so stupid. Oh, yeah. Um Yelp, <laughs> Yelp, Uber, Disney, Netflix, Bumble, like Match Group, Levi, yeah. Strauss. Dick's sporting Com- goods. I don't buy sporting <laughs> goods, but guys, they're offering four yeah. grand. Yeah. Let's to all people go buy and their spouses, goods. and I'm like, <laughs> I'm about to get I don't know sporting goods I need, but I yeah. feel like they gotta have some t-shirts, some like Nike leggings. shorts that I feel. Yo, like I'm I still looking get. for hiking leggings. boots and socks, some sunglasses. <laughs> get up, Dicks. Go your, get up, Dicks. Go, go to Dicks. Everybody, go buy your sporting goods at Dicks. Yeah, yeah. all get some the serious Disney. hiking books or boots, socks, and our Subarus, and just run with it. Right? <laughs> you said Dis- Disney Disney's one. on that list? Yeah. Disney? Disney is, Uber is, Levi Strauss, go get all your jeans from Levi's, oh, yeah. Comcast, NBC Universal, Warner Bros. Discovery, oh, Condé God. Nast, J.P. Morgan Chase, Nike, Starbucks, Kroger, Alaska Kroger. Airlines, Goldman Sachs. Sorry, and- H-E-B, I love you, but I'm going to go shop at Kroger now. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I also pulled up an article which we'll also link out to um with brands that actually have products that are related to abortion rights and that are um donating to organizations so social goods has a really cute 1973 shirt that everybody can go buy and some of those proceeds will go to reproductive rights rachel antonoff also has like the reproductive the female reproductive uh, system on a (laughs) t-shirt that that. you can go get um t-fund has a fuck abortion bands t-shirt how how hath no fury t-shirt from the bitter southerner <laughs> um there's also a sweater from bonfire that says holler if you love abortion and i really i really want this sweater yeah. it's like 35 dollars, and i'm like Do i'll it. get that Do i'll it. buy it um they also have a shirt that says abortion is the bee's knees um there's also cosmetics on here from v spot which are, are also donating to reproductive cool. rights but anyway there's like a whole list of businesses out there that have reproductive rights specific items that they're also donating to organizations that help the good fight so speaking of we'll i also i want to shout out something that i'm always wearing so if you ever see any of my pictures with my gold necklace or i have another silver one that i wear a lot 
they're from awe-inspired um and they're goddesses and so this one's cleopatra and then i have like a frail one and you can like play with them you can get zodiac whatever they've got silver gold all the stuff they've got bracelets rings and all of that um but every purchase they donate 20 percent of their proceeds to charity partners and so like my proceeds from this one went to the trevor project but they're all feminist lgbtq um and on charities and you can choose which charity you want your stuff to go to um so 20 percent of all of your purchases go and they've been a big uh proponent of feminist uh rights and abortion rights and taking care of our you know communities that need that so that's a company i just because i'm always wearing this jewelry so and it's great stuff so also, specifically for you, Jess, there's a website on this list that I have called fuckgraygabbit.com. <laughs> oh, um, yes. F-C-K, F-C-K, not the full Ooh, word. It's F-C-K, graygabbit.com. I'm on my way. And they <laughs> have shirts that say fuck Greg Abbott, fuck Ted Cruz, say gay. I they have like a whole so bunch of stuff that supports women in Texas. So oh, my god! Throwing that one out there specifically. Oh, wow. I wanted to show. <laughs> I'm so excited. There's knickknacks. <laughs> a um, Tumblr. Oh, my gosh. There's temporary tattoos that say fuck Greg Agatha. <laughs> done. Thank you for this. Just it's buy like 75 of them. There's, they're only a dollar. I'm going to buy 70 of them. <laughs> um, speaking of merch, I wanted to shout out the National Network of Abortion Funds. <laughs> um. Planned Parenthood is amazing, but so many people are going to be donating to them right now. And the National Network of Abortion Funds focuses on local organizations. Um, and people are probably going to be more inclined to go more local when they're looking, you know, to get help. So um, if you want to focus and donate your money more towards like something closer to home, then you can look on there. They have a whole map. They have a bunch of resources and it's really great. And they have a whole merch shop and all of the merch um, goes to different local funds. So like there's stuff from Kentucky, there's stuff for Louisiana and it's really great. There's a lot of great stuff on there. So I almost bought a mug last night that said, that said fuck abortion bans and I still might buy it. So, (laughs) (laughs) so the moral of the story for anyone listening is fuckgregabbit.com has a lot of good stuff on there that Jess is obsessed with that you proceeds benefiting the national network of abortion funds. They're really great. Yeah. They're getting all my money right now. I also, I don't have it in here, but there is a dude on TikTok that I follow who has this huge spreadsheet um, with all states. Yeah, and he does uh, different rates of different things that people are interested in, like crime rate um, per capita or like gun deaths per capita, abortions per capita, things like that based off of who you voted for and then all of the, like, per 100,000 people in the state. Um, which I think is really interesting. So if you're looking into like where the most abortion deaths happen or gun deaths or things like that in which state, it's crazy to I'm see gonna the find, trends. I'm gonna find the spreadsheet so that way you can take a look at it. And it's just can you look at the spreadsheet? Does he have like the spreadsheet? He has the <gasps> spreadsheet. Yeah, it's it's public, so I have to find it and we can oh link God, it out. And send it to I think, me when you find it. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody needs access to that because you know, yeah. It's, it's Literally crazy. Numbers. Some detail. Yeah. Jesse's freaking out about something. I found a I found a dad hat that says "Get a vasectomy." Yeah. <laughs> just, okay, because 
Because that's the other side of it. It's like women can only get pregnant like a couple days out of the month. And then once you are pregnant, like you can only technically really, if you carry that to term, like have one a year. Men could hypothetically be getting someone pregnant like every hour. Yeah. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like every un- unplanned pregnancy happens because of irresponsible ejaculation. I saw someone wrote that on the internet and I was like, that's literally exactly what it is. <laughs> Your yeah. irresponsible ejaculations are causing 10 out of 10 unplanned pregnancies. I can't impregnate myself <laughs> and I can't impregnate anybody else. So really... It's not my fucking fault. Like, your pants, man. It's really? Yep. just not. It's, it's again, really it's not. the patriarchy. The patriarchy needs to be crushed. Yeah, crush it to death. Okay, so Do I we... don't know if we said this while I was shopping. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but there are also ways to get legal abortion pills by mail. Yes. So we're going to drop links to that. But, like, there was stuff on, like, on Amazon that I saw. But I, that probably will get taken down or restricted at some point. Because it's Amazon. They hate us. Um, but... That's an option. So if you are in a state that can't have it at this moment, like there's ability to get pills online um, that can be mailed to you, which like we hope that that's not the case. But there's the abortion pill, but then there's also plan B, which are two different things, but are both viable options for if you have, you know, unprotected sex or something happens where you're um, at risk. Um, So those are two different things, but they are both like there are tons of... um, like people right now trying to provide access to those things. So like getting them online is an, is an option for both of those um, plan B and the abortion pill. So, um, I mean, people are rallying, like we want to help. So, I mean, if you, if we can provide resources to people, more resources, we'd love to do it. If someone needs to come yes. to one of us to get one, I don't think Texas is the place to do it, but you know, probably not me, but I would love to help you out <laughs> yeah. if I could. I don't know if uh, North Carolina is really either. I think we're okay, sort I of mean, right now. But. I think I'm the only safe I space think, right yeah. now. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, you guys are in the better yeah. spots, but yeah. Do we have but food for thought yeah. before we? Well, I have a couple things. I yeah. also <laughs> yes, my food for thought, and I always say this, and I don't know why it just sticks in my brain twenty four seven. But I always go back to when Elon Musk tweeted that if people start stop having babies, like the economy is gonna just go to shit because there won't be a workforce anymore and then people started being like yeah elon musk like you just proved like why we are the way we are because you guys are forcing us to have kids so that way rich businessmen like you who by the way in case anybody didn't know elon musk is not self-made his dad had like an emerald mine in africa And he had billions of dollars to start with and basically bribed and blackmailed the people into letting him have Tesla and all of his other companies. It's blood money from blood diamonds and child labor. (laughs) That's a different topic, guys, but but yes. Like, like, therefore, it all goes back to, like, I can't say it enough. It all goes back to old races, rich white men who just want people to have babies so that way they can have... They can have uneducated kids who grow up and have to work for them to make them more money. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's all fucked well, up. I don't understand. It's not that hard to see. Like, yeah. it's not it's pretty, it a, feels a hard concept. Where was the quote from Amy Coney Barrett where she literally said something about how we needed white people to have more babies? And the I think, like, a good portion of abortions are white, middle-class women. Yeah. And they are... 
on the borderline of poverty, right? So that is a very large demographic of those who get abortions. They're white women who are just at the poverty line or just above the poverty line. And they want them in the workforce because they are racist pieces of shit who literally want to push more people into a demographic to be in the poverty line to then push more POC down past the poverty line and have a bigger workforce for whatever. So it's just, yeah. they're the same people who don't want to give people a living wage. They're the same people oh, who they don't want to actually put social any education yeah. into our yeah. schools. They don't give a shit about our schools. They don't care about your kids. Um, they don't oh, care how about guns, babies. Guns have more no. rights than we do right now. Fucking they want to yeah. put your how kids the, into a school with in? one door that will then be horrible if a fire or something breaks out yeah. because they think that that's the solution instead of taking guns away from psychos this yeah all right all right so a couple of things i feel like i have some things i want to <laughs> say as the mental health therapist in the group but also we should share this couple of kids books that we feel like are really inclusive and, and yes. helping to raise a generation of more thoughtful compassionate caring open-minded children um i know i'm definitely trying to do that with my boys i feel a huge responsibility raising two white boys i mean really that i'm trying to make them yes a better uh, into a better future and um, i know jess you have a little boy as well so a couple of books that i really like um and one of them you know a little bit rubs and i think it's good that it rubs because it's it's pushes you into that like recognizing maybe some bias that is still there or uh not wanting to like face some of these things um but the first one is called our skin and it's a it's our skin a first conversation about race it's by megan madison um and this got a lot of attention during like the um, George Floyd riots and all of that when a lot of resources were being passed around around um, race education. Um, but my kid, my kid loves this book, and it's all, all about like we all have different skin, and we all and like talking about the melanin piece, and the illustrations are really cute. And then it talks about like what racism is in a cute, friendly way. But it goes like kind of into like hey, racism is really like a white problem. Like white people think that they're better and they set up these ideas a long time ago with like thinking that, you know, white people were smarter and prettier and all this stuff and they need to have more power. And even knowing that, like reading that a lot to my kids, sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, like facing that truth feels uncomfortable, but I feel like that's good that that means I'm doing the right thing by reading these kinds of books to him. Um, and then I was, as I was looking that up to really remember the title of it, this author has another book that I'm like already about to buy because I didn't know it existed, but, um, it's called being you a first conversation about gender. So I'm obsessed with that already. I want, I want more, I want to buy it. Um, so that one's really, I'm adding that to my cart, but the, our skin is great. And then, um, we do the, we're different. We're the same. It's a Sesame street book. So that was really good about just showing that like, we have different skin, but our skin is all the same. It keeps us safe. It protects us from the, like things, lets us know for hurt. Um, you know, our eyes are different, but they all like, you know, mostly see and do different things like that, or they blink or whatever. And like, um, there is some, probably some better things they could do about disabilities, but they have disability representation like throughout the illustrations. But that one's, that one's good too. And then, um, I have another, 
set, and I just realized there's a third book of this that I don't have, but this is by, these ones are by Sophie Beer, um, and the first one is um, Love Makes a Family, and so that's got a lot of, like, LGBTQ plus representation, mm-hmm. so lots of different types of families. The illustrations are really cute, and then it doesn't talk about, like, mom and mom, and dad, it just shows it, and it's like, love is knowing where things are, love is helping, love is, visit. like, things like that, where it's just showing what love is, and that it can look different these families can be different. There can be the main parental figures could be the grandparents. There could be a single parent, like two dads, two moms. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad could be the one who mostly stays at home with the kids, like that kind of stuff. And I thought, I, I just love the representation there. And then they have, a, she has another one called kindness makes us strong. So it's like really just showing like why ki- kindness and like little things that you can do that are kind is like the strongest thing you can do. And then I'm seeing on here, they have, uh, she has another one called change starts with us. And this look looks like this one's more about, like, the environment, like, things that we can do to take care of our earth. But I feel like Mm -hmm. all of that is good. These are all things that I want my boys to learn. So if you're interested in those books, um, I don't think we have any toddler abortion books. But, you know, this is laying the groundwork for all of these things and being compassionate towards other humans. So just what what books do you have before I give my mental health spiel? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so mine are a little less. I only have a couple um, off the top of my head. so one that I think is very important and my son actually really loves is uh, it's called, let me give you a squish, I think. Um, and I, I don't know the name of it or the author of it right now, but it's a little mermaid boy, a little mermoy. Mm-hmm. And he is um, giving a squish to all his friends, which is a hug. And so like his dolphin friend and his turtle friend and his puffer fish and the puffer fish gets scared of him because the puffer fish is like, why are you trying to hug me? And he realizes, okay, well, how do I interact with you? And they want a fin tap or a tail tap or, you know, like whatever, a claw pinch for the crab and stuff. And they talk through all the different ways that they are comfortable saying hi. And his version is a squish, which is a hug, but they're not comfortable with that. And so he goes through and kind of learns the different ways that they interact, which I think is just like, Great for personal space to start off with for him. And then, you know, at the end, his mom is like, I want to squish. And it's very cute. And it's it's by, very subtle under the lines. But it's called Can I Give You a Squish by Emily Nielsen. Yes. yes. And it's just super cute. And it is. Yeah, that's it. And it's just adorable. And it's very it's one of those more subtle things that it's just really good for him to like learn space and other people's comfort because he has that same thing where he doesn't like to be touched by strangers. And so he's just more cognizant of that. Um, another one is, this is not one that I have for my son, but this is one that I'm going to get because I was obsessed with this book as a kid. And I like, I saw a picture of it and I was like, no way. I forgot about that book, but it's like really triggering a memory. (laughs) Um, it's called the paper bag princess by Robert Munch. And it is, I just, I was obsessed with the story. Like I wrote, I read this book to pieces and like the covers were falling off. Um, It's a princess whose prince gets captured by a dragon and she goes to save him. And in the process, she gets covered in soot and all of this. And she ends up wearing a paper bag at the end of it, but she saves the prince. And when she saves the prince, he looks at her and he's like, that's disgusting. Why are you wearing a paper bag? Why are you covered in soot? And she just like looks at him and goes, you're not worth my time and walks off into the sunset by herself with the dragon. I love that. It's just like, 
I was obsessed with that book as a kid and I just like didn't even recognize in my head how empowering it was. Yeah. But like she saves his ass and then leaves him because he's a jerk at and the end. And then she mic like, drops. Peace out, bro. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm off into the sunset. I got a dragon bag, bitch. I'm still better <laughs> than that. you. Yeah. Yep. I just saved your ass, you idiot. Um, I'll leave you here and bye. Yeah. So I don't. That's one that it's I gonna just be really a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's again subtle, but love it. It's not directly telling you anything, but it's giving such good messages. So mm-hmm. yeah. There's also another dude on TikTok. I. As you can tell, I'm on TikTok too much, but there <laughs> is are. a dude who reads older kids' books, so, like, the kids' books that we grew up reading in, like, yes. school and stuff, and he breaks down why they're so bad and why you should probably not read those anymore and read, like, newer age books, like the ones you were mentioning, yeah. but I'll link that out. We don't need to get into that today, but it's always just so fascinating to be like, wow, yes. they were trying to indoctrinate us yep, when we were three. They really, bit. really were. There are so many little books that I'm just like, Wow, we should not uh-huh. have been reading this. The one, the one about the fish who has a sparkly scale, and he has to give all of his scales yeah. away. If you give the a, rainbow, if yes, the rainbow. If fish. you give a yeah. fish, oh, something with, if you give someone something a scale, and he ends up giving all the rainbow. Yes, fish. It's the rainbow yeah. fish. I refuse to buy that book. Yeah, yeah I don't have yeah. it. No, because he's like, oh, I'll just take book. all my specialness oh. and give it to everyone else because they were mean and jealous. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't like that. You know what's oh, a yeah. really good book for kids is that Grumpy Monkey book. Yeah, I that one's excellent. Love that book. Oh, yeah. I have like three <laughs> versions of it. Yeah, but it's it's excellent. Go the fuck it's to a- sleep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have that one, but I don't read it. Um, uh, and we right. don't have we have Goodnight Moon, but we read Goodnight Goon. Yeah, we like that one instead too. of Goodnight Moon most of the time because it's just funny. All right. Before we get into mental health stuff, yeah. can I shout some stuff out from my yes. list real quick? Yes. Oh please, yeah. Um, that I never went, I never got to. Um, I just wanted to shout out. Uh, if when and how is an organization? They have two sort of branches of their. That help people. Um, one is a hotline that you can call, and if you, they'll, they'll give you advice for you know if you need help, you can call them and um, they'll help you. And they also have um, a Repro Legal Defense Fund, and you can donate there, and it all goes to like helping people who are facing criminal charges. Like they help bail people out, or you know if they need to lawyer up to because this world is fucked up. Um, they help them with that. <laughs> Um, and then there's the miscarriage and abortion hotline. So it's all uh, <clears throat> run by volunteer doctors who are pro-choice and they'll help you and they'll give you medical advice um, <clears throat> without you needing to give them any personal information. So if you need um, help, you can call them. And then there's the Center for Reproductive Rights. And I found their website is full of like really great articles if you need to educate yourself on what's going on and like yeah. how it impacts where you're at. They have some really great stuff on there too. So yeah. We'll link I also want to just say if you're going to go to a protest, make sure you do your research on the laws in the area, your For rights, sure. your Miranda rights, all of those things before you go. There are tons and tons of uh, videos and blog posts and stuff about different states and the laws and what you can and can't take and what you should and shouldn't do and how you should cover up or whatever. So just like if you're going to go, do a lot of research before you go put yourself in such a like scary position. Like a couple of women were hit by a car the other day. I saw that. Because people are fucking awful. So just 
do your research before and look up the state stuff. And if I can find it right now, I'll drop some links um, yeah. to what you can do if you're going to go. And then last thing for me before we let Erin throw out all of her fun mental health tips and tricks is that if you are using any apps to track oh, your yeah. period, uh, make sure you delete all your data. And there's one that I saw on Instagram that is now encrypted, which means if the government subpoenas them to give them data, they physically can't do it because your oh, really? information is anonymous and privatized through the encryption. Oh, wow. um, so I will find what that one is and I will uh, we'll add it to the links, but just know that your privacy is at stake as well. So if it benefits you, especially if you're in a really strict abortion state right now, to get rid of that information, you probably should. I stopped well, using mine. I, okay, so because as a teenager, I had a Nokia phone. Um, <laughs> you know those little magnet calendars that they hand out at trade fairs and like literally anything? It's half magnet, half calendar. Mm -hmm. Grab one of those, circle some days, highlight whatever you got to do, but just use one of those. They fit in your purse. They're very small. Just get a little bitty free one from wherever's yeah. handing them out. Um, I have a planner that I started that. using uh, after, you know, when this first leaked, people were yeah. talking about how if you use a period app, you should probably stop using that and it freaked me the fuck out. And so I stopped and I've been keeping it's, track it's of it. It's a paranoia, planner, but, but it's also something that... It's like, legit, though. It could be if somebody was really going after you for something they could pull it and these people Absolutely. are angry so well, clearly we know that they have no boundaries so uh yeah take care of yourselves yeah. guys uh, reaching into speak our bodies speaking right. of all right Aaron, tell us how to be <laughs> happy uh, solve <laughs> our problems for us therapy therapy starts now guys um no i can't do that right now uh, but i'll try my best <laughs> Uh, so basically, obviously, like events like this, like it can really fuck with your mental health. Um, so you need to balance being able to take care of yourself and do whatever that whatever it takes for that. So, um, you know, the, the main thing I always say, like in therapy and just in general, is like in times like this and just throughout our life, you got to focus on the things that you can control. Right. There are things in this situation we just cannot control, but we can control ourselves. We can control the actions that we take, how we interact with people in the world around us and how we manage our thoughts and our feelings, right? Um, so take action. We listed a bunch of different things that we can do. There's so much more out there. Start looking into it. But also, it's okay to take breaks, okay? Like, we're all working, and it's like we cannot burn ourselves out. Um, it's not good for you. It's not good for anybody for us to just simmer in our rage. Um, it will make it so that taking action becomes really difficult. We When we burn ourselves out, it makes it really hard to make decisions. It makes it really hard to feel motivation. It makes it hard to think straight. I mean, all of that. So we've got to be able to take breaks. Um, help is out there, as we said, and asking for help is one of the biggest, biggest forms of self-care there is. Thinking that you have to just do everything for yourself, that's unhealthy. Really, it is. So if you're struggling, if if you need an abortion, if someone you knew does, if you're just pissed about this, if you're feeling whatever, ask for help if you need it. That's that's how you can take care of yourself. Um, you know, the, another big piece is just like validating. Validating your own feelings, validating other people's feelings. It is okay to be angry right now. Anger is a normal emotion that we feel. It is okay. It is okay to be scared. It is okay to feel hopeless and frustrated and defeated. It's okay to feel motivated and bolstered by this. Like, I'm going to go out there and tackle the system. Like, anything that you're feeling right now, it is okay. It is okay to feel that. And sometimes we just need to sit with how we're feeling. And if that's where you're at right now, then just do that. Um, you're not alone. And if you or someone you know needs access to care or help, mental health, 
physical health, there are resources out there. Um, and then I would just say like, there's little things you can do every day to kind of find some calm, find some peace. Um, practicing mindfulness is a great one and practicing gratitude is another one. So while there's a lot that feels really scary and negative and bad right now, there's also some really wonderful things about life and the world and being alive. Right. And so our minds are evolutionarily and biologically prone to focus on the negative and it becomes even easier to do that when there is so much negative around but spending time every day to come up with three things you're grateful for three good things that have happened it starts to program your mind to have a better balance of noticing the positive things um, and it makes you feel better in the long run so and it can be small things it doesn't have to be big things especially in the face of all these big negative things it could be i had pancakes for breakfast and it was good I wore my favorite pair of pants the other day and I felt good. Something on TikTok made me laugh and I felt good. I read a book and I escaped the world for a little bit and that was great. Like there are things that we can be positive about even in the face of negativity and that's actually what's going to make us stronger. So, you know, that's my little mental health tidbit, but there are resources out there. You are not alone. There are badass women all over this world that are fighting the good fight and, you know, there's help out there, man. That's my, that's my spiel. Any any mental health questions from the team? <laughs> no, I think that's a I love it. wonderful. Yeah, and it gave me chills, and uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna have a game today, guys. No. I think uh, we are game. literally yeah. pawns in someone else's game Games right now. Don't feel right and, right now. Yeah. If you want a game, uh, go do some deep breathing. Okay, a nice four count in yeah. through the nose, a nice little pause, and a four count out through the mouth. <laughs> do that for three to five times, several times a day. <laughs> that's oh, your that's game. <laughs> Get a free trial of the Calm app. And yeah, just do a meditation. There you go. Let your brain inside timer, out. or just like listen. Let Harry Styles read you a story. Yeah, it really. Go get a good fantasy you know. book. Go get a good rom com in your life. Do something to escape if you need to, but still take action. Take action and take breaks. Both. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I guess still follow us on all the things, though. And we'll be back eventually with a happier <laughs> if content. If you like this rage, follow <laughs> us for more. Follow us for more. <laughs> yeah. You can go back and listen to our old episodes if yes. you feel like that's going to give something you something funny. Yeah. And we will be back next week with uh, humor, yeah. hopefully. Happier again. content. Uh, yeah. At Emo Girls Guide, and still, you know, you guys are still the main character. Get your main character energy on. Let's. You are. This is literally yes. your opportunity. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Go donate. Call your senators. Help us fight the good fight. All the things. Yes. See the main character. Let's main character energy. Woo! Main, main character, character energy. energy.